The following is an archived podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery, a Charles Austin company. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one. What is up, you guys? It is Rando Slice coming at you from the ocean. Many of you might already know me from my travel vlogs at my channel, Slice of Life. And now I am coming at you in podcast form right here from the Risco Caribbean cruise ship, the Elvis of the Sea. And before we dive into all of the amazing things about this cruise, let me introduce my two good friends who I met for the very first time right here on this ship, Brody Blisco and Nate Tussle. Fellas, how much fun is this? Well, you know, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. Well, I'm Nate Tussle. Sorry, I don't know how to do this. Do we start over? No, you're doing great, Nate. And I'm Brody, trying my best. Yeah, my name is Brody Blisco. Uh, many people might know me as the world ice cream champ, reigning ice cream champ right now for the entire world and planet that we are on currently. And so, you know, I'm out here to have fun just like you guys, but I'm also here for business because we got the world ice cream championship coming up next week right here on the Elvis of the Sea. So I like to say that my business is pleasure and my business is also pleasure and it's pleasurable um, doing my, doing business because like my business is being the world ice cream champ. So that's what's up. I, I, I didn't say uh, I forgot to say what job I am. Should I, should I, sure. Nate, that tell everyone a little bit about yourself. They know who I am because, you know, people will see my channel, my vlog said Risco has paired with us to bring the best information and tell people and their families about this amazing cruise ship. So tell them why you are here. What do you do? What are you all about? What's your life like? Well, I, I, like I said, um, my name is Nate Tussle. I'm, I'm pleased as punch to be here and to be on, you know, this podcast. Uh, I got on the cruise. Um, you know, I, I'm a, my, I am a prison guard. Uh, you know, I, I work in a, in a jail. You know, I, I tell them, you know, d you know, stay in line and you know, wash your clothes and you know, I stay, you know, stay in your room at night and you know that kind of stuff. And uh, you know, I'm here with my three boys. I, I, you know, I've been saving up a long time for this cruise to get on the Elvis of the Sea. Been reading about it a long time. I got my three boys, Rinky, Skeener, and Kramit. Uh, they're on with. They're all teen boys. You know, they're teenager. They're teenage boys. You know, so they're on here on the cruise. They're having the time of their life. They're getting all tan. You know, they're going down to you know, the club talkies or whatever, and coming back with their blue tongue. So that, you know, it, it's been a family bonding uh, experience. It, 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 I'll board the Elvis of the sea for old Nate Tussle. I'm sure your boys are having an absolute blast. They have something for everyone on this ship. It is currently the largest cruise ship ever constructed in the history of cruises. I think it might actually be the biggest ship in the world, even bigger than aircraft carriers, which Coincidentally, it partially works as an aircraft carrier for the U.S. military, and we could go into all of that, but we're going to be covering all the bases, what there is to eat, what there is to do, the fun, the nightlife, everything about this ship is absolutely stunning, and I'm so excited to bring it to you. What are you guys looking forward to doing today? What have you been up to? We've been on this thing for a month, so we have a little bit of experience, I would say. Yeah, it's it's kind of settled into like a pattern, uh, you know, what we do kind of every night. I've been here a month, uh, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I, I've tried all the restaurants by now. Restaurants here are great. Oh, there's so many. I mean, it's time for our second round through these restaurants, but there's about a hundred of them. I mean, you can eat three meals a day for a month and never have to duplicate, you know? You know, in terms of, uh, you know, what I kind of been up to on the boat, you know, I, I haven't experienced, you know, as many of the events as I have as the restaurant because, you know, uh, I, I've been down at the uh, the comedy club, 
you know, I spend a lot of time down there. Uh, 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 not the, uh, you know, the, the poop deck comedy club. And, you know, they've been, uh, uh, y'all, uh, y- you guys ever heard of a, a stand-up comedian by the, his uh, feller by the name of Earthquake? Oh yeah, I seen him on YouTube. He had a he had a YouTube special recently. Well, they got him on the poop deck now, Earthquake, and he's a you know he's a big feller. So I've been I've been seeing him every night, you know. But he he is a very large feller, Earthquake. You know, you'd be walking around and, and you know, yeah, uh, you know, he fell through one of the decks of the boat. You know, so he he hasn't been performing as recently. But uh, are you sure that you wasn't know, part of his comedy? Maybe it was some physical comedy. You know, I don't know. To be honest, I don't know. You know, that's true. I don't know. That could be part of his comedy. I hate to be rude to Mr. Earthquake. Uh, Mr. Earthquake, if that was part of your comedy and I'm spreading rumors about you, I didn't even consider that. I'd like to apologize to, uh, to you, Mr. Earthquake. I've been seeing you 10, 11 times already, and, and you're, you're, you're funny as hell every time part of my cousin. Well, I have yeah. not seen his act, but I have seen him at a few of the restaurants. I did enjoy one comedian I saw last week. Have you seen Jay the Ass? I, I, I saw uh, I saw the ass. Uh, my 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 sons liked him. I was able to go with Kramit. Kramit's eighteen, uh, so Kramit was allowed in. We let Rinky and Skeener go do what they did, and uh, 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 you know my son Kramit really liked Jay the ass. Uh, you know, but I, I I didn't understand a lot of his uh, uh, jokes. You know, I didn't understand. You know, he, saying he was talking with his butt. You know, I oh, I thought that was great. It's a little bit, it's a little bit immature, but I'm a guy that likes kind of childish. How do you humor. do that, bro, though, bro? These comedians these days keep getting BBLs. Like, just to be a comedian, you gotta have like the big ass and everything nowadays. And it's like so fake to me. They let a, f- they if you're a feller and you go get a, a BBL, they let you get that. That's what all these comedians are doing. I guess the keep up with can't stop you. I guess it's, it'd be a it'd be discrimination. Well, I'm not sure. I don't you. see that many. I don't see that many uh, comedy acts on the ship. I did catch the Mighty Mighty Boston's last night. That was great. You know, it's a uh, you know a lot of people. You know, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of ska, and, and I didn't want Scott. The is sing. that what that's called? I just thought it was rock and roll. Yeah, I think it's like is that with the horns? Is it's got the brass in it, don't it? Yeah, it was like a little bit of rock and roll and a little jazz. Um, you know what? I've been- a little high culture for me. I'm more about like eating ice cream and stuff and like competing in ice cream. You know what I mean? Well, like, I, all right. So you're the ice cream champ. Like, do you, ha- I mean, do you compete? Like, how was, yeah. Like, if, is it you sit across like a table from another guy eating ice cream? Kind of, but it's more, it's a lot more than that, actually. Cause maybe for you, someone like you, ice cream is probably just a food, right? That's true. I'm but a simple me, man. I see it as a mere food. Ice cream is more of a mentality and it's kind of like a way of life for me. And the competition is more like that than it is like what you're thinking of. But that's you'll find right. out next week. It's coming up next week. You'll see. You guys, if you're listening, Brody is incredible. He's shown me some of his his techniques. He is also the only person on earth who has eaten the world's coldest ice cream. I mean, it, okay. Uh all right, I, you know I'm looking forward to seeing, and I don't want to be rude to you, Brody, or nothing like that. I know we just met on this boat that we've been on for a month, but uh, uh yeah, I guess I, I just, uh, you know, I'll leave it at that because I'm a little confused on what an ice cream champion actually does. You well, I'm kind of confused, of- Nate, about what you do because Rando here, he's a YouTuber. I get that, but what exactly right. do you do? Well, I'm a prison guard. I right, guard well, what the is prison. That? What does that you mean? You know, a lot of folks think that a prison's just got prisoners in it, but, you know, somebody's got to keep an eye on on the prisoners or else they try to jump out and stuff. They try oh, to get, no. you know, they try to, and then they get in the streets and they'll, like, change clothes on, like, you know, they'll find, like, clothes that are drying on, like, a, a, a clothing pen, and they'll change into those. So it's my job as a prison guard, you know, to, you know, uh, you know, kind of, 
cut get get them to to cut out some of the goofing off. You know, if somebody's being rude or something, I'm gonna you know you'll put them in a in a Bro, room. It's with, like, like if I was in prison. Know, that's so crazy to me that they're trying to do that. Because if I was in prison, I'd be thinking long and hard about what I did. You know, I wouldn't have time to you be know, I think jumping it, out and running away. Well, we even have know, we have guards. We have prison guards on their ship. I guess it's technically we have a there's like that drunk tank that they have for people that like get a little bit too rowdy. You know, you have to have there's a police force on the ship. And, you know, Brunson, who's always at the swim up bar, he wears the goggles. He's one of the guards. Oh, that, he's one of the guards. Yeah, he works on the weekend. Nate, maybe you could work on this cruise ship, too. You know, I kind of came here to relax. You know, I I know well, it's too, expensive well, a little bit out of there. But, I'm here know, to relax, I, but I'm also here to work, too, because it's like the ice cream championship is popping off so soon. And not to spoil anything, but I just discovered a new ice cream that's colder than even the coldest one that I already ate. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to reveal it, it next week. I, why, can't tell why, you. I legally cannot the, tell you that. Are you like a researcher or why? Are, if well, you're it's kind of like a lot of things. Yeah, there's a lot that sort goes of like, into that. If Michael Jordan was like, I invented a new basketball, I'd be like, well, it kind of makes sense. But also, you know, I feel like that should be somebody else's job. Well, is to find, Michael you know, Jordan's a good example. You keep saying to me, like, do you eat ice cream? It's like, yeah, did Michael Jackson or did, did Michael Jordan dribble? It's like, yeah, he dribbled, but he also knew how to like pass the ball. There's a lot of and weird time stuff, stuff that he has too. to do. Brody yeah. was telling me that before he ate that coldest ice cream or sometimes uh, too much ice cream beforehand, he'll eat about six or seven cayenne peppers. So his stomach is nice and warm. And then the ice cream won't be too cold for his stomach contents. Yep. That's just one of my many tricks of the trade, which you'll find out about in my book that is also going to drop. Well, no one's going to publish it yet, but someday someone's going to agree to publish it. I think I know there's not that many ice cream themed publishers out there, but if anyone's listening to this, hit me up. You heard it here yeah. first, guys. Uh, y'all fellers, uh, have you seen the captain, uh, uh, Captain Don Chalant? He walking around? I haven't seen him. I've heard of him, but he's kind of mysterious. Like it's hard to catch sight of him. He got that like crisp kind of white uniform. At first, that you know, I didn't know what he was. You know, because he's he's got that big hat too. It's almost like a French admiral sort of hat. You know, like if Napoleon had worn a hat, it would kind of be like you know. Uh, I guess the word is plumage. It has some some sort of plumage on it, but he's walking around with that hat, and you know, uh, I you know, I I, I was I was hoping y'all fellers had seen him because I you know he he goes around, and he's you know my kids cram it and something will be laying on. He's you know he pinches the sides of them, says you know the you know you know this is a child's chair. You know this your boy is a, you know, his BMI's too high. You know he kicked my boys off of the lounge there over at the horse pool you know, where they let the horses drink out of it by, for the track. So he kicked them out of the horse pool and, you know, he was yelling at people. He was going around micromanaging sunscreen situations. Uh, 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 great shit, but, you know, it's kind of, a, uh, uh, I guess, is the word is a, uh, uh, he's, a, he's, he's a unique feller, Donchalant. I'm trying to be a nice way of saying Well, it. a little bit of trivia. Donchalant is the guy that designed the ship, and he said he had the, the, the idea for it decades ago when he was just a child. Oh, that's very impressive. I, I rarely had any ideas at all as a child. Well, Don Chalant is clearly a special guy. Um, he is the captain, the creator. He's sort of the god of the ship. You know, when I was, you know, I was a kid, you know, I was, I was doing like coloring on crayons and stuff. But, you know, I couldn't think, you know, I never knew what color to do. You know, I, I, I they originally, you know, were going to hold me back because they said I had remedial based creativity. You know, all my stuff was on par. You know, I could still read and stuff like that, but I just couldn't think of any, you know, colors or anything cool. Kind of when I was a kid, I said they should make an ice cream shaped like SpongeBob. And then they use my idea in the ice cream trucks. Oh, 
Well, well, congratulations. That's good stuff. Something, uh, you know, we're talking about this ship and how Don Chalant, he had this idea for decades, but this right here, we haven't mentioned it yet, I don't think. This is the first voyage of this ship. And to me, you know, like in the ice cream championship world, it's like my industry is like 95% men basically doing ice cream championship. But the crazy thing that I learned about boats is that every boat ever has been a woman until now. This boat right here, the Elvis of the Sea, this is the first boat that's a dude. And yeah. this month we've been setting off and in the maiden voyage. We're setting up on the pimp voyage because guys do it a little bit different at sea. What do you say, guys? Is that true? You know, that's what, uh, you know, that's what my son Kramit was saying. Cause I said, you know, Hey, Ranky, Skeener, Kramit, come around here, check this out. And I was showing him the flyer for it. And I said, it's a do, it's a male boat. It's, it's a, it's a pimp voyage. And they said, you know, they said, uh, uh, you know, Skeener and Kramit said they were going to get, uh, some tang on the boat trip. You know, they said they were going to get tang and I said, what's tang. And then they said, it's ass, you know? So I said, you know, you guys got a, the comedian. No, like, yes. Like can get his autograph or when, when when a man like lays with a woman and treats her like she's his hand. Oh, that's what I'm saying. He's talking about the horizontal tango. If if you guys don't know what he's talking about. No, I'm talking about uh, uh, heterosexual intercourse. Exactly. Oh, that's what that was. That's what that was. I thought it was some sort of floor dance. I'm sorry. He's using some kind of like code word. It must be like a YouTuber speech or something. Well, him or me, I'm not a YouTuber. I'm a prison guard. I, you know, if they keep their Wait, hands what is, on I the know bars. You, you explained it to me, but what is that? Again? I whack the hands off the bars because they're not supposed to be holding the bars, you know? Oh, so that's kind of okay. my job is like, you know. Maybe they should like, make the bars poison off. so they can't hold them. Yeah, I think they, you know, they said they was going to do that, but sometimes I got to open the bars to let them out for like breakfast and showers and stuff. Well, I'm sure Nate is probably excellent at whack-a-mole, which you can play at one of the several arcades located on the Elvis of the Sea. This ship has seven different Dave and Buster's locations. I told yeah, them yeah, they should open an eighth one. That'd be so sick. Yeah, you know, they got everything here. You know, I, you know, it's, uh, I saw uh, some sheep and some, some pigs. They said they got a Noah's Ark in the basement in case anything goes wrong. Uh, you know, earlier today, I spent a good amount of time at Sea Biscuit Sea Horses track. We were, you know, watching the horses race, the ponies race. Really beautiful. It kind of goes around the outside of the boat. You Wait, see, it's just normal horses or is right that like sea horses and sea ponies? No, they're they're horses, but they're at sea, oh, and it's named in honor of Sea Biscuit. But Sea Biscuit, he lived on land. It was just a name of like I guess a cookie that you get on the water. Mm. I guess he was in name. He was named in honor of a cookie you get on the water, and then they named the horses track uh, uh like that. But since they're at sea, they named them Sea Horses, right? But these horses, they're they're normal gender wise. They ain't like the Sea Horses where the you know the man gives birth. And uh, these horses, I haven't seen any of them give birth, but, you know, I bet if they do it, you know, it would be a woman, in my opinion. I don't want to get too political. I mean, we'll we'll probably see it happen, though, because this cruise is like five months long. So I bet these horses are getting down just like your sons, you know, when they're talking about doing the tango or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you always got Bourbon Street to keep you busy. Uh, you know, I spent, uh, 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 you know, two weeks ago uh, was my birthday. I am 47 Happy years birthday. old. Happy birthday. 47 years young, I should say, you know, even though I do not feel young, I feel I feel very old, one foot in the grave. Uh, but, you know, I was in the birthday zone and it was everyone's birthday. So everybody's just singing happy birthday, you know, really back and forth. Everybody's eating cake. Uh, Bro, love like the you birthday said zone. You're like 47. Um, when we started like this cruise, I was like 27. But like, man, I like I went to the birthday zone 20 times since we've been here and I left each time. So it's like, am I 47 now too? 
I don't understand what you're saying. You're saying that every day you was there. Because every day it's your birthday in the birthday zone. So, like, did I get, like, 20 years older now? You know, I would push back against that just because, you know, uh, although, you know, it was a birthday celebration, you know, I only counted my real birthday, you know, as my birthday, you know? But it's like time is going different because we're on the ocean. But, like, everybody's kind of playing. Like, nobody really thinks it's your birthday. So, you know, even when it was my birthday, I was telling people... It's international uh, no, hey. law, and there's no laws in international law in well, the water. Well, some people go to the birthday zone just because their birthday cake buffet is so delicious. I mean, this this ship has a buffet for everything. Just yesterday, I was craving candy corn, so I went to the Spirit Halloween where they have the candy corn buffet, and I ate so much that I puked. I mean, they, do we do we want to just get in? I've eaten at every restaurant here. You guys just want to go kind of, I got my, my. Well, there's a lot to cover. Do you, are you sure we have time? <laughs> I mean, like we got, you know, I get, I'm not sure. We got, you know, sometime should, in the day. I mean, I, I, I want to go see, you know, Al Capone and the Brass Bastards playing in the big band ballroom, but that ain't for about two hours. Y'all seen that? They got Al Capone. He's he's not re- the real Al Capone. They got his. You know, he, shouldn't his ass be in jail? Shouldn't you be watching it's him an in actor? Prison? No, it's oh. not the real Al Capone. Uh, it's all fun. It's all it's all and a good the, show. And, and, and the brass bastards, or you know, they got Whitey Bulger. They got a guy that looks like Whitey Bulger. They got a guy, you know, that looks like. Uh, I think I've uh, seen uh, his YouTube. He's like he does like food reviews and stuff, right? They all look like Dick Dick Tracy villains. They're very yeah, ugly. The, Box a lot of you know boxy suits you know a lot of the scowling a cigar smoke you know apparently I thought you couldn't smoke in here but apparently you can if you're you know no one's gonna say you know they always say you know nobody's gonna tell Al Capone you know you can't do that well I would say pretty much anything goes on the ship give or take somewhere on the boat it's probably happening you know uh, I I'd say uh you know one of my favorite restaurants since I I've been here is the uh, OJ Simpson Grill. Uh, you know, you get the, uh, you know, it's kind of cheeky, you know, it's got the, the logo is, you know, the one glove you got, you know, cause he, you know, it is cheeky and it's it like is like white glove service, but they say the one glove service is what they call it. I thought that was, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, it's cause and he's one of those yellow cartoons, right? And they wear well, a he, glove. No, uh, like the Simpsons. Yeah. He's like the kid. No, uh, he, well, he I was, don't think uh, he wore gloves. There was a high profile murder case where, you know, his wife died and then a waiter, you know, died and uh, he got exonerated. They said he was not guilty. So, you know, Wait, he, you they never figured out who did it. So, so he's, he's not at like, your, your jail with Al Capone. Well, no, he was found not guilty. So, you know, he's allowed to, you know, roam the earth. He's allowed you know, to murder a free again. Man. Sadly. Well, I, you know, I, I have a lot of faith in our, you know, U.S. justice system. And if they said O.J. didn't do it, well, then by golly, I don't think he did it. And, you know, I don't want to pretend that I'm smarter than a judge. I'm just a simple man uh, providing for my three large boys. And, you know, I, if they said he's good, then, then O.J. Simpson, I think you're a good man. Well, I like their jalapeno, uh, their jalapeno Bronco Blasters. That's my favorite app. I'll get that. I, I, you know, and, and I, I, I ain't too big for the medium rare cheeseburger. You know, I'll get that every night. Uh, have that every night I've been here. Uh, been pretty good. You know, I, I, I got to say, uh, you know, even if I go to a different restaurant, I usually stop by the O.J. Simpson Grill and get one on the you know, way home. And then I usually, you know, I lay down in bed. I put the styrofoam container on my stomach and then I usually eat uh, 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 the burger while, well, you know, I'm watching uh, usually young Sheldon. They should make ice cream restaurant. They have. There's like three of them. You can get a Sunday that looks like a wheel from the top uh, down at the top uh, Top Gear World Tour pub Sunday. So like not today. 
Well, they play, they play the show the whole time in there. It's a lot of dads. You know, that one's a lot of dads every time I've gone in there. But, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of pulling my fingers, a lot of, you know, we have a good time there. Another one is a scuba doobers surfing turf. Y'all had this one? Y'all, y'all oh, I love scuba doobers. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I had the, uh, you know, I, I got the surf in the turf, which was, you know, a steak and shrimp and, uh, you know, no vegetables. I was like, finally, you know, I didn't want anything that. And every time I get a steak, they make me eat like a potato or broccoli or something like that. And they didn't even bother with that. I just got good meat and fish. Well, I guess a lobster, is that meat or is that a fish? I think it's both. And then they melt cheese on top of all of it. I, mm. I it was good. I, I never had like steak with cheese before. I thought it would kind of, you know, but I think it works the steak together. is the surf because we're on the ocean and these are like ocean cows. They got cattle on this ship. Like, I think that's the, it's surf. like a Philly cheese steak, but it's like a Philly sea steak. That's right. Uh, you know, I got, uh, they got karate cheeseburgers. That's a good one. Uh, I like, you know, you got to go to karate cheeseburgers. Uh, it's a theme, but they're basically just regular cheeseburgers. There ain't nobody doing karate. They don't, I don't they know. Also why they also make them a chop cheese there. And I love that one. It's really cute. It's like a play on Pokemon. Kramit said that they were making it. Uh, he said he was going to make it the Aki way. And I, and I, I said, I said, what, what the heck? Are you, what are you talking about? You're gonna say, Can you say I, that? What are you saying to yeah. me? And then he was saying, I don't understand anything. I don't ever watch any good videos online. And I don't even know what Tang is. And even if I did know what Tang is, I'd never get any. And I said, what's Tang? And he said, I already told you yesterday, you can't remember what Tang is. And I said, you shouldn't be talking to me that way. I'm a prison guard. I, I you know, I have a, I have a dark side, you know, but my kids, they don't, they, they don't ever kind of. You do ever that. lock They're your kids kid. up in prison just to teach them a lesson about society? You know, if somebody paid me to do it, if I had a financial, you know, reason for it, or if I wanted to be a good employee, they told me to do it. I, I'd probably do it. But you know, right now, I really don't see any any point. You know, because honestly, if I lock them up in the hotel room, they're just gonna tear that up. They're gonna eat everything out of the mini fridge. You know, uh, I, I already caught little. Uh, you know, I guess he's not that little. I call Rinky. Rinky was trying to pull the you know the the window off. He said he wanted direct access to the sea. He was trying to pull it off. Yeah, you can't trust you know, those kids and just in the room on their own because like every room here has a water bed, which is so fun. But a, a pesky little kid like that might just end up with water all over the floor. Yeah, Kramit was really excited about that that water bed. He said, "If I don't get any tang here, I'm gonna get tang from the water bed." I said, "What are you talking about? Get t what's tang?" And he said, he already told me, he said, it's getting ass. And he said that he could get ass from the waterbed. I said, how are you going to get ass from a waterbed? He said he'd figure it out. I told him to stop goofing off. Well, if I was a kid and I was your son and I was trying to get Tang and you were saying no, I would tell you that I'm going to drown myself in the waterbed if you don't let me get Tang. What's Tang? I'm just saying what you said. I don't know. Oh, he said it's ass. Oh, like, like Jay the ass. The comedian. Well, no, he said he was coming here to get ass, a.k.a. Tang. He said that was sex. Mm. Well, this yeah. ship even has That's its fair up. share of. If you want, if you're looking for a little bit of a sexy time, there are a couple of strip clubs. There's teasers and headlights, and I don't really have a preference for either, but they have some really good food. Both of them. Oh yeah, uh, you know, I tried going. Uh, you know, I thought you know, well, there was one night when I found myself by myself. I go, you know, all right, I'll go. To, you know, why am I red blood bad like anybody else? I'm gonna try out. You know, I'll go to headlights and see. You know, see what they got. You know, I started walking up. Yeah, it's at it's down there on the third deck. It's way down low. You can hear the ocean sloshing back and forth. And I'm walking up to headlights, and I started blushing so hard, and I couldn't stop it. My whole face was getting flushed with rosacea. 
And, uh, you know, they actually refused me entry because I, I was blushing so hard. They thought I was having like a cardiac incident. And uh, I was actually in the laughatorium for probably five hours. They wouldn't let me leave because, you know, they were worried about that. But, uh, you know, I, I got the nosebleed. You know, I got that out of my system. I told them I was just, you know, bashful about the concept of a naked woman. Well, they let me go, but, uh, you know, they weren't happy with me. Well, teasers I love. They know me there because they bring me drinks whenever I walk in. I feel so comfortable there. I walk around without my shoes on. I'm just in my socks. It's kind of like the slot pit, like on the floor at um, the James Bond Casino. All the waitresses there know me. They give me free drinks. I'm able to walk around without my shoes on. So carefree. So fun. I go and I play the mash slots, you know, for hours or the... um, uh, um uh actually I, I probably shouldn't shouldn't bring up that one incident. I uh I got kicked out one night, but <laughs> either way, um great places. Uh but there's a lot more restaurants. There's not just places like you don't just have to just eat at the strip club. So don't worry. You can bring the kids somewhere gotta, else. Uh, well, you know, you Nate, know, I, didn't you say your son Kremit, he's 18, right? Yeah, Kremit's 18. He well, why doesn't 18 he just head on down to Teasers? He could probably get some tang there because I know these strippers, you know, they love when an 18-year-old walks up to them spitting some game. Like, these young kids, they're hungry for it. He probably well, he wants it more than anybody else. They'll probably be like, it's so cool that he wants to hit on me, you know? He was asking me for $500 to go to to to, to teasers. I said, what What do you want $500 for to go to, go to teasers? He said, uh, uh, I want some tang. I mean, the seafood I buffet said, isn't cheap What's tang? And he said, it's some ass. I said, who's ass? And he said, you know, there's a dancer down at Teasers who I met over at the horse pool, and her name is Burry Boo. And I think if I go there with $500, I'm going to get some ass. I said, well, I don't have $500. And you ever think about me? Maybe your old dad wants to get some ass. I go, if you want to be a responsible man and you want some ass, you go down to the singles bar flirties. Go down to Flirties and try to get some ass the old-fashioned way that don't involve me giving you $500 to get some ass, a.k.a. Tang. And what's Tang? Well, in a different year, I would tell him if he wants 500 bucks, he should enter Ice Cream Championship. But since I'm here this year, sorry, fellas, he can't even compete. He's not even coming close. Hate well, to he say could it. eat a lot of ice cream. Is that well, good? Well, it's not just about ice- eating ice cream. There's a lot of things that happen in Ice Cream Championship. Stupid well, ass. how do I know if he'd be good at it or not? He'd be pretty good, I bet. But guess what? If I'm competing, guess what? The reigning world champ is coming back for a two-peat this year. In what way other than eating it can you be good at eating ice cream other than eating a lot of it? How, what's the coldest ice cream he ever ate? Was it negative 35 degrees? Because I don't think so. I don't know. Let me text him. Let's see. Skeener here. Also, there's other things about ice cream to know coldest. about, like flavors and colors and like scoops, too. Now he said he's never eaten any any cold ice cream. Ice before. cream cones? Does he know about that? There's different about kinds. Kramit? Hold on, Kramit, you know about ice? Hey Siri, text Kramit. Uh, did you ever eat ice cream cone? Well, why don't we just save this for uh, later? Because we are still recording, fellas. Uh, we want to talk. Ex-wife. We want to talk oh, about shit. the Hold ship and it. like all of the amenities and the fun stuff you can do with the family or. By okay. yourself at the nightlife. Well, uh, one like Barb, family- I was trying to talk I was trying to talk to Kramit and it called you. No, I'm I'm hanging up. No, I'm sorry. Well, I'm not I didn't know you were on a date. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, it was an accident. I was trying to use Siri. I got some new friends here. It's on the cruise. What's Tang? I gotta go. Oh, sorry that sorry, fellas, for that. I was trying to try out my new phone stuff and I accidentally started calling to my ex-wife. I didn't know what to do. Well, Randy was uh Rando, he was trying to talk about like some family friendly stuff that we've done on here. So like yesterday I went to like dinner theater performance 
And it was mm. so funny. It was so fun and so yummy too, because it was a Clumps Thanksgiving. Probably everyone remembers the Clumps from the Nutty Professor 2 Meet the Clumps. These are the same yeah, they Clumps. Had a Clumps movie too. But the thing is, they're played by 12 different actors, which is so crazy. Cause like you expect, oh, like obviously Eddie Murphy's gonna play all of them, right? Wrong. It blew my mind. There's like 12 different people, cause like it just like cause like he couldn't like do all of it, right? And right. It's, it, it's also cool because it's like, do you ever want the clumps to be more than one race? You know, they do that here now. They got, they got, I didn't a know how guy. much I needed it till I saw what it. What was very honestly. interesting is the, the cast that plays the clumps, half of them were in Stomp many years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they call it like a, a clumps is like a Stomp reunion, you know, it's an I, I, that's how they would do that. But basically, uh, I love that. I went to that dinner theater. That was one of the first uh, things I went to. And, uh, it, it, you know, the, the cool thing about that is you get to eat Thanksgiving with the clumps. It's set up like a big family Thanksgiving party, and there's a big long table, and everybody's eating there with the clumps. And I'm and sure Brody hated that cranberry sauce ice cream. That's their specialty. <laughs> yeah, fat chance. And it then so Papa Clump, and I sat next to him, and uh, he farted. And I, I, well, I, I, I didn't know what I don't know my I didn't know what I'm getting into. When I was and eating I the yummy uh, um, asparagus flavored ice cream, I was saying, "Wouldn't it be so fun to be one of these clumps and you get to eat this big Thanksgiving every single day on this cruise ship? It'd be like Christmas morning every day, but it's Thanksgiving morning instead." You cram it, tried farting back. You know, apparently you're not allowed to fart back because apparently that's a fart machine they're using. They ain't using real farts. And Kremit was using real farts. And since we, you know, we've been we've been eating mainly at, you know, cheeseburger slash taki themed restaurants since we've been here. You know, the farts are, you know, they they got some movement. They got some horsepower in them. You know what I mean? And so they're shaking the chair and they're kind of stinking it up a little bit like low tide. And, uh, you know, they, it really pissed off all the clumps because they don't really want to work in those conditions because their farts yeah. aren't real. I mean, to be serious for a second, though, I know we're trying to have fun. But to be serious, if you're just go around farting on people, it could lead to like diseases on them. And that's why we have to be careful on here because there's already a disease going around that no one wants to talk about. Yes, unfortunately, we have to talk about this. And people know that it's not uncommon for people to feel a little bit sick at sea. Some people get motion sickness and might feel a bit queasy, but this is a bit different. This is a very serious thing. We don't have too much information. A lot of it is speculation. So I don't want to, you know, sound the alarms and cause like a panic. So let's be a little bit careful here and tread, tread lightly. But there is a mystery virus um, in some parts of the ship that have been reported. Yeah, Kramit got it. It's uh, it's no good. Uh, uh, you know, it's uh, they call it the S virus. That's what that's that's what the you know that's what Don Chalant said. He said your son's got the S virus. I said, you know, what's that? And then you know, Kramit's like, you know, I got it. You know, I got it. Uh, you know, I was I was here on the on the boat, and I wanted some strange. And I said, what's strange? He says it's tang you get, but from somebody you don't know. I said, you got Tang already? And he said that, you know, he got the S virus, you know, from getting Tang. I don't know if that's true. I don't I don't think he got no Tang, but he told me he did. And, uh, you know, he's starting to, you know, I don't I don't want to say it because I don't want to ruin his college chances or nothing like that, but he's growing a little tail. You can well, see it just growing a tail. Out. It's the S virus. It says, it, well, you know, it's perhaps he already had that. And he, he didn't ever tell you because oh, no, he was embarrassed. Yeah, my mom, you know, her, we don't have uh, confirmation. Like all the symptoms, his mom would would have beat my ass if variety he had of a tail. symptoms that have been reported. We don't have confirmation for all of them. Some people are saying uh, it's it's from dinosaur DNA. It's ridiculous stuff like that. People are saying this S stands for Stegosaurus, 
And I, um, I like, I just want to say, I want to make sure we are, this is for Risco uh, Caribbean. And um, I just want to make sure everyone knows that there is no confirmation for any of this. It is just a mystery virus. It could be a, a, a normal cold. We don't know. So sound yeah, good? he said he got it. He got it from a baddie. He said, I said, what's a baddie? He said, that's the best kind of thing you can get Tang from. And I said, what's Tang? So why don't we move on? Um, what are some other, uh, uh, so what, so, um, my list here, uh, what some more, why don't we talk a little bit more about some of the restaurants, uh, going back to a little bit of the Vegas, uh, tastemans. Cause I know there's a tastemans in Vegas, but they brought one to the ship and I love it. You know, it tastes like a person. I'm a, I don't know what a person tastes like, but it tastes like something different. It don't taste like no beef or no pork or something. They say it's something new, but it's supposed to taste like it. But it tastes like human meat to me. Well, it is a chain that was started by, I mean, singer-songwriting legend Gary Tasteman, if anyone. I know I'm dating myself here, but um, absolutely wonderful food, great music, great vibe. It kind of feels like a hard rock cafe that um, is combined with Clue. I'm not sure how to really describe it. Yeah, it's like a Victorian era, you know, a uh, hard rock cafe, I guess is how I would I would I would describe Tasteman's uh de- a lot of red velour, like a, a velvet. Oh yeah, gold. Oh, a, a lot, lot of, of gold. gold. Oh yeah. It's uh, it's old fashioned. It's like old Vegas, but also, you know, it's like a little it, it's a little bit rustic, like something bad or dangerous could happen there. Right. And then we uh right next door, we have the Regis Roadhouse. You know, the Regis Roadhouse, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I was surprised to see something sort of dedicated to Regis there, Regis Philbin, uh, uh, at the, uh, you know, on the boat. But, uh, you know, it makes sense. It's right there in the middle. They got a fake Regis impersonator. He, you know, he's he's got a fake joy with him. He's always talking about joy and he's welcoming. He said, I can't believe you're here at the Roadhouse. I can't believe it. You know, and he's, he's pretty good. He does a good Regis. He has that kind of weird thing right next to his eye that kind of throws me off. I'm like, that's not Regis. Like, he- I think he's he's Turkish. Kramit said that's a Turkish Regis. I go, how do you know if it's Turkish? He goes, that's a Turkish. I know my Regis. That's a Turkish Regis. He's a Turkish you know, Regis. Re- Turkish Regis. Uh, uh, it's a tongue twister. Turkish yeah, the, Regis. Uh, the three of us went to the Regis Roadhouse like last week, right? And like, you know, you guys thought it was crazy because I didn't even know who Regis was. But then we went to karaoke after that and. Like, Nate, you started singing all these Regis Christmas songs. I was like, oh, I know that one. I know Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I just didn't know well, that was didn't... Regis who sang that. You know, now well, I remember Well, he, he did covers. You know, those ain't his songs. Regis didn't write well, Rudolph the you, Red-Nosed Reindeer. You told me that it was Regis, and I was like, that's how I, I know he it. He just sang a song. Well, I heard you that don't have Rudolph to write a song the Red-Nosed song. Reindeer heard Regis's rendition. He said, it's his tongue now. That's what I, I heard. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I guess that must be true. I didn't know that. I, like, I don't know if you guys have been there yet, but... There's this place called El Loco Picante. It's like Italian for like picante, and they serve like Mexican tacos. Oh, it's Italian? Hmm. Yeah, I think. It's fresh food in Italian. But it's like Me- Mexican type tacos. So like I don't know. Mex uh, spaghetti or. I think they well, combine like, it with Caribbean stuff because they got like island fruit in there. Yeah, I don't really know that much about Europe, like Italy and Mexico, but it tasted so yummy. What's the yellow fruit that's soft on the middle? It's got the hard thing in the center. What's that one called? Pineapple. A peach? Okay, they ha- they had that one, or one of those ones. But also, what's the one that's on a tree and it's red? Coconut. No, it's a... Uh, Coconut's are red to you? No, it's yellow, uh, yellow on the inside. Ice cream bean. It's not... 
green. It's like a you know, it's like a berry, I guess. It's like a big berry. Apple. The, the middle's hard. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. It was apple. It had apples in it. You didn't, you I ain't didn't never know had what an any was? of these tropical fruit before. All this tropical fruit so that new. You didn't me. have an apple before. You think that's tropical? Uh no, sir. I never had an apple before. And where are you from? I am uh well, I am from Silver Springs, Georgia. Born and raised. Oh, there's a Silver Springs. Is it by Silver Spoons? Yeah, Silver Spoons, uh, Georgia. Sorry, I just get a little, you know, I've been gone so long. <laughs> You're sweating a lot, mate. Are you? Yeah, okay? I, got a, I got a troubling text here from Kramit. Kramit's probably wondering where I'm at. He's saying, you know, he's saying if you stay hold up in there any longer, I'm going to get all the tang for myself. Well, hold on. What does that mean? I, yeah, well, save folks, me some for tang, you listening, um, you can usually find each other very easily. Because to be on the Elvis of the Sea, you have to sign. There's quite a bit of paperwork, but you do get chipped so you don't get lost, especially kids or pets that are brought on the ship, which is great. Yeah, a lot it, of the drunk guys, too, they right can do And a little bit, it's just a little incision right in your wrist. It's a little incision right in your wrist. And, you know, I was, uh, you know, I, I, I do admit, you know, one night, you know, I was at Stripper's Bar and Grill. And I had a uh, you know a uh, uh, a few mini creme de mints. Is that the place and that has mirrors for floors? Yeah, the strippers. But it's not bar a strip club. I bet Kremit and those boys are really disappointed. It is just a bar and grill with well, they, the so they serve steak strips, right? They yeah. serve the steak strips. Okay, and they're wearing some sort of you know plastic Timu lingerie. You know that's what they're wearing, but that's not because they're strippers. They're servers. They're you know dressed as strippers. Ironically, if you go to teasers, a lot of them are dressed like waitresses. I, I always read it as stripers. I don't know why. I didn't know there's another P there. No, it's 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 strippers. Right? I've been saying strippers. I don't look like a, no. I'm, I see it on my list now on like uh, you know I, on my official itinerary list. Um, uh, did you guys have you guys checked out the uh Sensei Oberman's Authentic Sushi Temple? I had Bro. that. That was a raw fish, and, and, and you didn't sushi. like the raw fish. That's what it's sushi so, is. The right? sushi was so authentic. It, it was like I looked over the edge of the boat and I saw some fish, and I was like, "Those fish right there in the ocean are less authentic than this sushi, even though they're right there in the ocean." I knew how authentic they were, right? The sushi was even more authentic than that. It was well, crazy. I, I was talking to Sensei Oberman, you know, when he gave me the plate, and he could tell I must have been a little confused. And he said, "What's this?" And he goes, "It's sushi." I go, "What's sushi?" He goes, it's raw, it's raw fish. And I said, like, never had fish before. He goes, like, like even cooked. And I said, yes, sir. And I go, well, okay, well, what's this white stuff? He says, uh, that's rice. And I say, what's, what's rice? You know, I never had, I'm from a normal place. You know, we don't have that kind of, you know, that kind of stuff here, that kind of, you know, international food. And he said, rice is a common food. And I said, well, what's this on the outside? He said, that's seaweed. And I said, well, what's that? And he, uh, like something he a damn mermaid talking. would eat. And that's what I thought. You know, they looked at me like, no offense, and I don't want to say anything about the staff because you know the Elvis of the Sea has been very good to me, but uh, it made me feel a little bit like a dickhead. You know, made me feel a little bit like I, you know, out not to not to cuss, but you know, I did feel like kind of a dickhead. Yeah. Well, I got to say, I checked out another restaurant just this week. Um, and as a side note, if you guys need, like, I know this ship's so big, like, if you need a ride, I'm renting a car right now on here because I stopped by Bryden Brantley's Route 66 drive-in. To see dinner in a movie, they bring the meal right over to the car. They put that it. That was on a great side. movie. Dinner in a movie. It just came out. Yeah, that was the movie. It was like it was ironic because it's dinner in a movie, and it was exactly um, what it said it would be, which is ironic. Yeah, it, that one was like a, it, I was surprised they had a rated R movie, right? And I I tell Rinky and Skinner, y'all y'all can't see this, only Kramit, right? And so Kramit's going in there. He goes, I hope we see some, you know, some we see some slice this movie. 
I say, what's Slice? He goes, that's that's Sliz. I go, what's Sliz? He goes, you know, that's that's Cooter. That's what they call it now. And I said, what's Cooter? He goes, it's what you get when you get Tang. And then we watch the movie. Well, I love the drive-in. What's really cool is right next door, if it's like a hot day, you know, before you go to the drive-in at night, you can take your rental to Twizzlers Drive-In Swim-Up Bar. Mm, It's a big pool. And you can drive your car right into it. It's really fun. Um, they have very good drinks and their appetizers there. I like the cheesy fritters and I like the gumdrop ice cream. Mmm, yummy, yummy. I didn't even know they had gumdrop ice cream. I'm definitely oh, checking it's that out. It's to die for. You know where I just and had then, ice cream the other day though? Bride and Brantley's French Toast Truck Stop. You can't actually drive your truck into that one, but it's like a diner type of thing. And like, you can say, I want ice cream on my French toast and I want ice cream on my bacon and my pancakes and they'll do it. Yeah, they have legally. They have to do it. Legal, I told them. I told to. them that. I walked in. I said, "Legally, you have to do this." And they said, "Yeah, we're fine doing that." The only place I, the only place I, I really didn't like was a uh, uh, place uh, they were mean at y'all. Uh, apparently, it wasn't just a bad day. They do it on purpose. Y'all been to fuckers uh, that diner where they yell at you? I tried to go there, but they yelled at me so much, I just cried. Well, they, I was going to actually just... I, sorry, I cried, wait, too. We'll, 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 we'll bleep it out. I was going to call it effers, for, you know, for the sake of the show. Um, this is a this is kind of... I was it's kind of a little bit of a family show. We're trying to present this as a family experience. Um, and there's plenty of places you could bring the family, like Italiano, Seaside Spaghetti. You could bring them to... Uh, if you got the teenagers that are in a little bit of the video games, we have the Asus Republic of Gamers Refuelization Station, where they have energy drinks and, and snacks, Takis. I know kids are crazy about those those little tubes that they eat. Um, and I mean, after the kids are in bed, or if you're just you know a single guy like me, after hours, you might find me at the Pagan. Yeah, yeah, I like a uh, uh, you know the kind of cryptic, uh, bizarre, ominous drinks they give you at the Pagan. Uh, it's nice because you know all these other places on this cruise, you know, it's real bright and open. You can see the ocean and stuff. And the Pagan is like in a you know it's they wear like, like owl deck. masks and like goat masks and weird stuff. And it's like dark. That. You can't see outside. They don't let you look inside. They keep you isolated. Every patron. Well, you told me isolated. that they tattooed you and you didn't even realize that you're sitting at the bar. You you said you kept feeling a bug bite you, and then by the time you left, the next thing you noticed, you had a brand new tattoo. What was that tattoo on your arm that they gave you? It was it was a it was a rose uh, where all the thorns uh, were like zits. Interesting. So it's a it's like a rose covered in a in a stem with a bunch of zits. I hate it. I hate it. I did not want this tattoo. I tried complaining to Don Shalott. Well, it's in the papers that you did sign when you agreed to come on the cruise. I, I don't remember signing any of the. Yeah, did you read? I know whatever. there's like 130 pages. At least pages. if they could redo the tattoo, not make it look like the rose is covered in zits, if they could just do thorns, would be like a quick fix, you know. But they were they were very against that, and uh, you know the tattoos done me a lot of problems. I got refused to be served at Fratelli's Pizzeria. You know they said they couldn't make me the Chelsea Dagger pizza, and uh, you know that was that that was disheartening because I heard there's a lot of olives on it. I guess that's what they how they do it in what is that England. I never had, and I said, olives, what's that? It was a whole thing. I don't want to repeat it all, but it was a whole thing. Well, a place I had a good dining experience because I was like, I want to try a new style of cuisine, right? So I heard about the doghouse, a Chef Obama concoction. And basically, it's by Barack Obama from politics. Oh. And he's even oh, working there. 
he's like working there at the place and i thought like i'm gonna have like a terrier but he said no it's just hot dogs i believe that's another um impersonator actually though he's from malaysia no it looked like um it looked like him his name is barry just like barack but it it was not that's not actually obama but he looks just like him from politics no, I think that's uh, I, I'm I'm pretty sure that's a real Obama, cause uh 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 Kramit, he was going around saying that you know if Obama's here, uh, he's gonna get he's gonna get uh he said he was gonna you know my boy Kramit you know God bless his soul he said he was gonna get in uh, Malia Obama's ass, <laughs> and I said you just a you know you ain't getting too fancy person for you you know you got to get some reasonable kind of ass and he said uh, he said he couldn't do that for me and also I, if- I respect it. If Chef Obama isn't the real Chef Obama, then how come his restaurant is right next to Bruce Springsteen's All American Spring Rolls? You know, the, uh, those, well, you know the those spring, spring rolls. At that, that place, he's also an impersonator. He's like six four. I think it's clear yeah. it's not Bruce Springsteen. He's not that tall in person. No, I think it's Bruce Springsteen who's cooking spring rolls for uh, regular people on a cruise. I think that's what's happening. I think that's what's happening, pretty much. I think that, yeah, I think that's what's happening. Okay, you know, I, I, this is a famous sense. cruise, and it's the biggest cruise. It's the first male cruise ship, and it's the the pimp voyage, like the maiden voyage, but for a guy. So right. why, why would we, someone like Springsteen not want to be on it? Let's talk a little bit about some of the stops because everyone knows that that often cruises stop at different islands or locations, and there's quite a list here. My favorite stop we've gone to yet is when we went to Christmas Island so that the U.S. military could launch a military operation on it and use their fighter jets that they have on that runway downstairs. And they, like, blew it up, and it was kind of cool to watch. Like, we all, like, stood on the deck and watched them just drop all this, these, uh, you know, munitions on that little island. You know, when we... Those uh, people uh, are running scared, I tell you what. Me and Kramit, uh, you know, we did the jet ski tour for the Bahama Triangle, right? And uh, oh. I guess a lot of people went missing there or whatever. And, you know, they were telling us to kind of stay clear of it. You know, we were supposed to kind of go around on the jet skis and not get too far in. Well, and Kramit has the idea. He says, Papa, I'm going in. I said, you know, why is that? He goes, you know, I think, uh, you know, I think I'm going to get some tang from Amelia Earhart. I think I can find her in the Bahama Triangle. And I said, son, what's tang? And he drove off. He drove off, and they were blowing the alarms. They get a helicopter out there. They were shooting, uh, in, you know, beanbag rounds at him to get him to stop. And I guess he just kind of disappeared out into a, you know, a hurricane there, and just kind of showed back up two hours later. Didn't want to talk about it. Do you guys remember that island that we went by that was like shrouded in mist, and like they said we could oh the mystery island go yet? Yeah, people were I saying heard- that's going to be DLC. Yeah, someone said that Don Chalant said directly it's DLC, and like it, I don't know when it's like dropping, but. It looks crazy. Well, I guess they always got to, you know, come up with something new to get us on the cruise again. You know, I'm for for one myself. I've been pleased as punch with this. I'm going to be, you know, saving up for another seven years to get another five months on this cruise ship. You know, honestly, I kind of see this as uh, the rest of my life from now on. Uh, well, you know, there's the still thing. lots of. I didn't even have to pay to get on here because I'm um, ice cream champion reigning one-time champ about to be oh, congratulations champ. sir so if you just become like a champion um you could get on for free too but the thing is you're gonna have to be competing with me and i don't think you could handle me in the ice cream championship realm so right. you better I don't back I off either just back off nate because you know what you don't have what it takes but if you did you could get on here for free oh well it was your idea i don't I, you know i don't think i'm the type of feller that can just really back be a off. champion that's all i'm saying i, I 
I, I don't think I'm gonna, you know, I don't think I'm as good as you are at eating ice cream. So, <laughs> I don't you know, think I, you're as good as me either. Yeah, that's why I was saying. Uh, I feel like you're kind of acting like I'm trying to take your thing. And, I don't even you know, think you know really... the first thing. Okay, you know the first thing about ice cream because it is eating it, but you don't even know the second thing about ice cream. You don't even yeah, fucking stand is, a chance. And you won't. You won't tell me. You're just like cram it with t- talking about tang all the time. There's a lot of what, things that go into ice on? cream, and I'm not just talking about milk and sugar and the other ingredients. That there's probably more than that. I assume it's also like knowledge that goes into ice cream. For example, that's just one of the things. I still don't really understand it. It's like food, uh, ice cream is like usually food um, for your tongue and throat and stomach as it goes through, but it's also food for your mind when you learn about the facts of um, like flavors, for example. You know, uh, one of the places we went to, out you know, when we went to Pimpy's province, you know, uh, uh, seeing how people live in the Caribbean, uh, 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 you know, I, 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 I thought that was wonderful going to Pimpy's province. You know, you go look at all these weird statues or whatever Dutch person conquered them like 400 years ago. Everybody's a club promoter. Uh, Pimpy's province was probably, probably my favorite stop on the trip so far. I went to a, a, a discotheca. Do you know what that is? They wouldn't tell me. I just walked in. It's What's a, a kind discotheca? of a club. It's a club. Oh, I couldn't get that. I couldn't figure that out. Nobody would tell me. I'm like, what's well, I supposed to do here? They go do whatever you want. I said, what is it? They wouldn't tell me. But we also stopped at a few other places. We had a uh, Taint Island was actually very pretty. That you know they film a reality show called Taint Island there. I know. Oh, Taint Island? that's why it's called that. I, I I figured that's all I'd have to say. People would get it. It's like oh, it's that it's that one. Yes, it is. Well, Kramitz always watching that in, in his uh, bedroom by himself. My other favorite stop was the Great Caribbean Garbage Patch. Because Donchalant said, you can take anything you want from the garbage patch. So I got like spoons and trash and um, and basically more trash and like uh, cups. I found a koosh bowl. If you guys remember those, little nostalgicasm for you there. I also found some of the homies that you get all of those quarter machines. I found a Nerf ball that had a big bite taken out of it. I have mm. so much stuff from that patch in my hotel room. You know, Kramit, we were out there walking on the uh, on the garbage patch. It was me, me and Kramit and the boys. And Kramit found a bra. And he said, I'm going to bring it back. I said, you can't bring that back. He said, Don Chalant said we can bring back whatever it is. If I show this bra, then a lot of girls will see me with the bra. They'll think I get tang. And I said, what's tang? You know, they say like one man's garbage patch is another man's treasure patch. And so I was looking for like a treasure chest or some like rubies or gems or diamonds. And... Basically, I just found trash, but I think there's probably some out there. If we had more time, I think we could have like found it. I'll fi- I found a full six pack of Zima. Who's that? It's a drink. It's a, it's a, it's one of them drinks that when it came out in the nineties, everybody was like, oh, you know, they would, you know, they were a lot more, you know, they said bad stuff about gay people. Then they said basically what they were saying and back when Zima came out is, you know, if you were if you would drink one, you'd be like considered a gay guy. But now anybody can drink them, you know, because. You know, Obama was elected. We got, we got, you know, I'm not saying I agree with him, but everything changed. Well, bro, like if it's from the 90s, that's why I don't know it because that's like a whole nother century. But also the thing is like now I'm 47 because I went to the birthday zone so many times. So like, I guess I do know Zima now. Oh, if you're 47, then you're probably aware of uh, uh, the reference October Sky on ice. What's that? Uh, they got that at the ice arena. Ice cream? You ever heard of October Sky? You know, the movie they make you watch oh, in school? Oh, I heard when- that they put that on ice cream. 
Yeah. No, they, it's a movie they make you watch when the adults are sick in school, and it's about a Nazi man who uh, goes uh, over to the good guys. Yikes. And he says, I'm going to help you all get to the moon. And he redeems himself, and nobody said anything about like any of the past stuff. And there was a boy who wrote him a letter, uh, said, I like you for the rocket stuff. Not, you know, I, I don't know about the other stuff and stuff. And, uh, you know, basically he like, uh, he made moonshine, right? Anyway, they, they do it all. They reenact it all on ice with figure skaters and whatnot. Uh, they got, and, and this is something I thought was really cool. They got an Asian feller playing, uh, Werner Von Braun. Oh my God. Wow. That's no, really that's, aggressive. That's very, you know, that was a, I thought that was, I don't, I don't know why I thought it was cool, but I thought that was cool. Well, I don't want to get too political, but since you brought up like Nazis and stuff, like if it was me, uh, when someone says Nazi, I say not me. Ah, I'm also very not. Good. I'm also That's not a Nazi. I am not a Nazi man. I don't think Nazis are allowed on the ship, but there's a lot of fun stuff. Well, that then is why is that guy ice skating? That Nazi's ice skating in the play. Well, he's playing it. It's a villain. Okay. We also have but, a lot of. There's some creepy stuff too. I mean, there's Chris Angel's Enigma Escape Room. Ooh. I got stuck in there. They wouldn't let me out. They have to let you out at some point. They wouldn't let me out. I was in there for seven hours. I don't know what Kramit got out. Kramit was out. Boys were out. They wouldn't tell me what they had been done. Turned out the lights while I was in there. I think I forgot I was in there. I fell it's asleep make on you the smarter. They, the reason they won't let you out is because they want to make you smarter. So you have to figure I it out. I told them learn. I gave up. You know, once I, once those lights went off, I gave up. I, I'm going to bed. Well, Nathan, you know yeah. about the safari that they added? Bro, I was oh. just there the other day. I killed like three lions. No, you didn't. Yep. And then I thought the, I limit, I thought the limit is one. Okay. Well, I was exaggerating. I killed um, a lion that was so big it looked like three lions. And then I took it to the restaurant and they cooked it up for me. Surf yeah, and sar- turf. They turned it into steak yeah. and shrimp for me. You know, the safaris, you know, it's a little too rich for my blood. I wasn't able to do nothing big. But, you know, what we did is I got the boys, you know, it was uh, uh, me, Rinky, Skeener, and Kramit went down there. And, uh, you know, we were able to pay $20 each for a pop for all of them. We get about 10 paintball shots. And uh, we were able to shoot the giraffe with probably around 30 rounds of a paintball gun. Did you let the kids beat the giraffe? Because I know they're allowed to just beat it, too, if they want to whale on it. Get you know, some out. of the some of the bigger ones, Kramit Skinner were able to do it. Ranky was a little small because they, they make you grab that belt and you got to whip it from over the fence. He was worried about getting kicked. So I said, Rinky, you better just, you know, here's a, here's another <laughs> 20 for the paintball rounds. You better just shoot the draft with the paintball rounds. Safer. Well, we actually paired with Risco for this. So we're running a promo. If you use the code Risco Sniper, you can get 30 extra paintballs if you go to the Seaside Safari experience. Have you guys I gone? I wish I would have known um, that. Have you guys gone yet to M. Night Shyamalan's Haunted Hayride? I, oh, I, I think did. I'd pee my pants. Well, uh, you know, I didn't find it quite that scary. I didn't pee my pants. I, You know, essentially, we kept, you know, the Haunted Hayride keeps going from different setting to different setting. And it's like you go through one section. It's like, you know, it says Newark, 1932. And then you're going up and then you're in like colonial days on this one. And I kept asking everybody, what's what's going on on the hayride? What's so scary? Why, why is it? Well, nobody explain it to, to me. The scariest part to me was when the hayride goes through the seaside safari. And first you see the rhinos and the elephants. You're like, whoa, this is so cool. And then you see people shooting guns at you because they're trying to hunt the safari animals. And you're like, whoa, look out. I'm just you know, it's cramped person. is what I thought. There's, you know, it's a, it's a cramped space. It's the. Well, we are in a boat. Yeah, that's what I mean. So they're trying to get you to drive through the animal exhibit and whatnot. You know, you know, there's one place here. If you got, if you're getting uh, uh, something to eat over at a, uh, 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 you know, 
strippers bar and grill, you know, those napkins are right next down to the safari where they got the grill exhibit. If you ain't careful, they'll reach through the bars. They'll grab you. They'll rip your arms clean off. Well, you know, in that same spirit, like when you were in Chris Angel's Enigma escape room and you couldn't get out, you could have just waited for the haunted hayride to come through and just hop on. They'd probably take you out of there. Yeah, I guess they weren't running it or something. Or maybe I did fall asleep because they have it, you know, in the escape room. They got that chase lounge that has that clue in it. But I didn't find the clue under it. I just saw a nice chase lounge. And I laid down in it because I kind of forgot it was an escape room. I just thought it was a nice room. You know where I've been laying down and relaxing? Roger Waters' Dark Side of the Lagoon. That's, that's a good place. You know, I, I like the water there. Nice, it's and, nice cool. and shady. Yeah, it's so relaxing. It's like eating ice cream, but relaxing. Instead well, personally, of I prefer the FanDuel fan pool. Oh, you my know, God. I, I, I like the FanDuel fan pool. You know, I like the constant, you know, banner ads that are kind of streaming on drones through the air there trying to get you a gamble and whatnot. But to me, I'm a, I'm a, you know, a, I ain't need much. I like the hose down, which is basically, you know, kind of a large bucket and a bunch of garden hoses. But I like that nice cold garden hose water. It still tastes the same out of there. And uh, Well, that's seawater uh, I think they use, so. Well, it still tastes good, and you know, I will see how it, how if it's as good as tap. You know, I usually drink tap. You know, I I get the Brita filters, but I, I didn't bring it with me for this one. Uh, well, but I'm in the hose down, and and Kremit says he never wants to go there because there's there's not any tang there. And then I say, "What are you, you talking about?" You ask him what's tang. I'm sure, um, fellas. I think that we've covered a lot of stuff. I think there's plenty more to talk about in the next episode. But I do think I hear down the hall the klaxons are sounding. Is there anything else we want to say? Well, I uh, you know, I'm I, I guess I I want to thank the staff at Flirty Singles Bar, uh, you know, for 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 you know, giving me some tips, trying to warm me up, trying to warm up some girls for me. Didn't really work well, but uh, I, I also want to thank uh, my boy Kramit. Uh, celebrate. Uh, he sent me a text. He said he's just gotten some tang. So I, I don't know what that is, but congratulations, Kramit. Um. I want to just say Ice Cream Champ is next week. If you want to see Ice Cream Championship right up um, front and center, uh, two-time champion is what I'm going to be. Uh, reigning champion right now one time. And after I win the Ice Cream Championship, I you can find me at Bryden Brantley's I Tolerate This Damn Bar, where I'm going to be doing ice cream shots all night to celebrate my victory. And ice cream shot is vodka and whiskey. And it tastes so good. <laughs> and we'll all be very excited to see that happen. I'm, of course, Rando Slice from Slice of Life on my channel. Check that out. And I want to thank, I want to give a big thank you to Risco uh, Caribbean for sponsoring us and asking us to do this and just giving us this incredible experience. This is the best cruise I've ever been on. And the reason why they're sounding those alarms is they're telling everyone to buckle up because right now, the Elvis of the Sea is going to take flight. The very first ship to ever fly. <gasps> oh my! It's God. the pimp voyage. It ain't the maiden voyage because it's a feller. Right, where, where, do we strap in here? Do we got the? We're gonna be strapped in. Safety belts on. The entire ship is gonna leave the ocean and climb to about thirty thousand feet, and be gonna be oh soaring through the sky. We're gonna be so is, high up. It's gonna be like a real life roller coaster. It is time for the Elvis of the sea to become the Elvis of the sky, gentlemen. I'm excited. I can't, I'm a, I'm a, I can't wait to get up there on the top deck when we're floating among the clouds. I'm going to look like a little angel. I'm going to eat space ice cream in the sky. Are, are, are we going to space? Uh, do, do I need a passport for that? 
We don't know. Don Chalant said it's a possibility. I guess we're going to have to find out. Until next time, this is Rando Slice with Nate Tussle and Brady Brody Blisco. I'm sorry, Brody. I had a little bit too much at uh, strippers earlier. My boy says he's he's not strapping in because he's he's getting tang. What does that mean? <laughs>